This is your video cast for the week of May 4th, and we have done seven of these, I think seven during the COVID-19 pandemic, but none of them, none, have we done where we are coming off of racing. But for the first time in over 50 days, we can officially say we raced this past weekend. In fact, we had four Dirt Late Model races this past weekend, three of which were live on DirtOnDirt.com. And by no means uh, is the racing world perfect or was the past weekend perfect, but it was certainly the start that we all needed. I am Michael Rigsby inside the Dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing Studios. And a thank you goes out to Tri-County, to Lancaster, Lancaster, Derek, Lancaster, and Boyds, and of course, Cherokee and Scott Childress for officially reintroducing Dirt Late Model Racing into the national bloodstream this past weekend. And Suave... We're going to touch on the finish at Cherokee. We'll talk about that in a little bit, which was the move of the weekend with Brandon Overton, I think. But I think when we look back on this weekend 20 years from now, Derek, two decades, it's Tri-County on Thursday night that will forever be the moment that is ingrained in people's minds of the last three days, don't you think? Yeah, watching any sport, to have fan interaction, that's what it's all about. But to see that place completely empty and people interacting on social media – it was quite the scene. It was a thing you'll never forget because the last month, month and a half of all the stuff that's going on around the world, it was nice change of pace to see some racing. I wanted to bring our co-host this week, who is our own Kevin Kovac, in right away to discuss this right off the bat as Kevin joins us now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline. Kevin, I know I'm a little biased because it aired on DirtOnDirt.com, but I really want to cut through the bullshit and because this is really how I feel. I think there was something really special about Thursday night from the field to the racetrack itself, where we were to the fact that it was Ray Cook, one of the best guys in the sport, just as so many other factors, Thursday night had a very magical feel to it, to me. Don't you agree? Oh, no doubt. I mean, obviously the big thing is, Hey, it's the first time. Everything is the best for the first time. right? <laughs> uh, but after, after a month and a half of no racing. So people were totally pumped up on, uh, all over the country to see some late models out there. But, you know, what I really was thought was so neat about it, it was it was the one division of show. It was just, uh, you know, a good quality field of, of some nice guys out there running a you know, mix of national guys and regional guys, local guys. And then I, I have to give you guys credit bringing in that studio, uh, that <laughs> studio thing there with uh, Michael Rigsby and Derek Kessner. That just gave me the feel like it was like uh, the NBA on TNT or something, you know, like you're going back and going to Ernie Johnson and Charles Barkley or something, uh, going back into the studio in between. And there was time to do that in between because there was only the one division. Uh, you know, you'd run a race, you'd come back, you'd banter about and fans would be able to interact. And, <laughs> and it was all done about two and a half hours and which made it feel like it was an NBA game or a you know professional sports game where you weren't sitting there for five, six hours. Every the whole thing seemed fresh from start to finish. I will take the Ernie Johnson compliment, by the way. Derek is for sure Barkley. <laughs> I will uh, take Chuck yeah, all day. After sure. seeing him last night on the documentary, he was a stud. Uh, Kovac, you're going to be with us during this next hour. We'll hit on a few more things from this past weekend, but let's, I guess the headline right now is it's a dual headline. Not only what we accomplished this past weekend, but what we are getting ready to do again this weekend at Dirt on Dirt and on Flow Racing. Uh, we're going to do it all over again, Derek, to a degree. Let's start with uh, the graphics, Dustin. Throw up Sonoya first. This just came together last night. 
and I'm super excited about it. We're going to do $5,000 to win Thursday night. It's, I think, again, I can't pronounce track names. Sonoa, Sonoya, it's, these locals get me every time. $5,000 to win Thursday night, which is May 7th this week. Derek, I loved it so much on Thursday. We're going to do it again this week. Five grand to win. I know we got some really good cars coming. Clanton and Overton. And there's some talk of that zero car rolling down there. Uh, is one of the best racetracks in the South. That super gray gumbo. I am very excited to be live in the studio again Thursday night for Sonoa. The funny thing was when you text me, you're like, Swab, give me some good finishes at Sonoa. And I, within like three minutes, <laughs> I gave you all the links there. That one with Chris Madden and Shane Clayton in the spring nationals race in 2016. Yeah, I'm just a few years ago, remember how underrated that track yeah. was? We really didn't know about it, but yep. then the Outlaws got into there. They had great Ray Cook races. That track has definitely been put on the map and one of the up-and-comers the last few years. And then I think, to me, even a little bigger than Snow, of course, Mays Massey and those guys were excited about Sonoa, is Saturday night. We announced this last week. I-55, one of the best racetracks in the United States. DMAC, throw that up. A now $7,000 to win race. The Carl Chevrolet 50 uh, on Saturday night, $7,000 to win, $600 to start. Carl Chevrolet, leave this graphic up here for a minute at I-55. What's exciting about this, DMAC and DSWAV and Kovac, is that uh, another bonus that Carl is throwing in. Anybody, so we assume there's going to be 50 cars. So top six heat winners. Any of the six heat winners can take the challenge and go to the rear. If you accept the challenge, you get 1000 bucks. If you win from the rear, it's a $10,000 bonus on top of the $7,000 you would use to win the race. So if you start 16th, Derek, or 17th or 18th, and 50 laps at Peevely, you can come to the front and win that $7,000 for the Carl Chevrolet 50. We're going to do some cool shit with Carl this week on the air here at Dirt on Dirt with wads of cash and everything. I-55. We know for sure it's going to be live on Flow Racing. We're sorting out all the other streaming details. This stuff is a moving target. Uh, but you'll be able to watch this race live, Derek, on some platform this weekend, Peevely Saturday night. Mini Eldora, UMP country. I am stoked to say the least. The Illinois boys are back this weekend. Yeah, and speaking of that, we'll have a roster for both of those events. I guess by tomorrow at some point, Derek, we'll have a roster for both of those events. So uh, just wanted to keep that in mind. We'll touch on them later in the show. Sonoa, five grand Thursday, Saturday night at I-55 for seven. We're going to have a hell of a field. Kevin, it is no secret that Lancaster and Boyd's on Friday and Saturday, I'm just going to say it, they both they ran a little late. Uh, they went a little long. I'm not going to sit here and, and bash on shows that go quick and then not not do it when they go long, right? Those two shoes went too long. Uh, but Ray Cook is with officiating the show at Sonoa, and Sonoya has assured me we're going to have a two-and-a-half-hour program again on Thursday night. Ray is promising me that. And I think I-55 is the perfect track in the Midwest to kick late model racing off. Kevin, I don't know, honestly, that we could have picked two better places in the South and the Midwest to do this, maybe other than Fairbury. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're, oh, yeah, don't, don't forget Fairbury. But, yeah, uh, you, you've already touched a little bit on Sonoa. I mean, we're... That doesn't even look like it's a southern racetrack. When you look at that race, so just the surface, I mean, there's so many of that red, red clays all over the south. Uh, you, you, can, you really just look at a racetrack and you'd be like, all right, that, that's in the south right there with that surface. But that grayish tint to the, uh, to the clay at, uh, at Sonoa, the way they slide around that place, and it, it's just so slick and shiny. It's, uh, I mean, you'd, you'd think that that could have been like uh, West Plains transplanted to Georgia or something like that. So uh, you're definitely going to get good field of cars there too. I mean, there, there's 
And every time, like uh, like Derek mentioned, there's some very good racing that's happened at Sonoa. So great place for a Thursday night thunder, I guess, right? Another I know. One of those, uh, you, yeah, you know, you, neat, right? USAC's our partner on Flow, so I can use the term Thursday night thunder, I guess, as much as I win. I know Kevin Miller's not going to care, but that's a perfect. There's something about a Thursday night, Derek. Aren't Thursdays, they just feel... Like more, you're not supposed to be at the racetrack. It's exciting, and that's why I'm excited about doing it again this week. Yeah, because the norm in our sport is racing weekend. So that's growing right. up, you're like counting down the days for a Friday, Saturday to get here. Thursday is a just a different night that you're not used to, and then it showed last Thursday at Ray Cook's race. Uh, that's Sonoya and I-55 again this week. I uh, just got a bunch of notes I want to hit with you guys. Kovac, some other news to discuss before we get into previewing this weekend with Shannon Babb, Clint Smith, and Ben Shelton. Uh, Lucas Oil makes an announcement that, that flew under a little more under the radar than I think it should have this past week. They have announced six events back, all back-to-back nights. Speaking of Thursdays, Lucas is going on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, two at Wheatland next week, two at Golden Isles the week after that, Two at East Bay the week after that. Uh, where do I start? The fact that they are on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, uh, the fact that it's like Speed Weeks Part 2, or the fact that they're broadcasting them free on Facebook. Kovac, just give me your reaction, because I don't know where to start with all the Lucas, because to me it's pretty exciting news. Oh, yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's amazing, really, uh, what they're doing there. With uh, with Tuesday, Wednesday, it's perfect time. Nobody, uh, everybody's going to be at home. Uh, yeah, well, everyone, not people are really traveling around at this <laughs> right. moment, but... Uh, but everybody will be there, and, um, and and there's no other things going on though on a Wednesday, on a Tuesday and Wednesday night. So you should get a pretty good captive audience there, and um, and live too. That that's an amazing thing where that's showing where Lucas how 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 many people how much Lucas wants to get some racing out yep. there for these Lucas Oil Series guys where uh, they're really making a big financial outlay. This is a this is the Lucas Oil Series going in and like saying we're going to run two shows each week for three weeks in a row and and they're doing it i mean they're doing it free they're not counting on getting all this pay-per-view money so uh, there is not is there any hope of making money i don't obviously not when uh you don't have fans in the grandstands, and you don't have uh, charging uh, anybody to watch, <laughs> right? Or oh you're not. Oh my god! So yeah, and and that's it, but it's crazy. It will be cool. Derek and I were speculating, Derek, the amount of people that are going to watch those broadcasts on Facebook, fifteen, twenty. I mean, it could be a big, big number of, of human beings on a Tuesday night with nothing going on. Um, I think it's kind of cool what Lucas is doing, honestly. And uh, Speed Weeks too, Derek. I don't know that we're going to be allowed to go simply because of you know Corona restrictions and all that kind of stuff. I have no idea. I haven't spoken with the Lucas officials yet. Uh, we'll have highlights, of course, but as far as staffing it up, um, East Bay in May, Derek? I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, I... I, I, I yeah, James I, Essex, I think he... I mean, every single driver I've talked to, texted to, that's saying, oh my gosh, we're going back to East Bay. They Everybody is so pumped to go back there because the last two or three years of racing has been phenomenal. You can work your way up. You can start deep in the field and you know make your way to the front, so... It's kind of neat to see in something we may never see again. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't think. And we'll also, ever... East Bay can be closing here in the next. Few yeah, that's years, true. So, so we get two bonus racing. East Bay nights. Extra yeah, racing. I was talking about it. Free all racing. Year. There was go. thirty nights. It was down to twenty-five. Now it's back up to twenty-seven. Right now, the Outlaws are scheduled to be at Boone on May fifteenth. 
I think we might be hearing something about an outlaw schedule shuffle here soon that may come out by the time this hits the airwaves. So if it does, you know what I'm referencing. Uh, but I'm also hearing, you know, they could fit some dates in around where Lucas is going geographically, right? And we may have some speed weeks in different parts of the country, a little Georgia set, a little Missouri set. Uh, so wow, that could get kind of cool too. All of a sudden we have this bonus racing we did not expect where all the stars are in one place. Yeah, I mean, if you're Mark Richards, you're leading both series. So <laughs> they have two two national sanctions in the same region where you only have to travel two or three hours and it's on a different night. He's going to milk it all the way through maybe July. Who knows? He could be the points leader halfway through the season. Kevin, give us a couple other things from this past weekend that stood out to you before we get to Shannon Babb first to preview Peevely and Clint Smith after to preview Sonoya. Uh, Kovac, just a few things from this past weekend that stood out to you. Oh, well, cool. it was pretty cool seeing Shane Clanton get back on uh, track there. I wasn't very happy with Shane Clanton not taking the bonus. Uh, opportunity there at Tri-County. Come on, Shane. Don't be a wuss out on that. <laughs> it, was only, it wasn't like it was a $10,000 uh, prize for first place that he was giving up on right off the bat. I mean, he could have rolled the dice a little bit there, but all right, he wanted to win a race. I could see that. After a month and a half, you want to win. It's hard to give up the pole, but uh, the one, the biggest thing in the weekend was that finish at uh, Cherokee yeah. on Saturday night with, uh, with, Shane, with um, uh, Casey Roberts and and Brandon Overton, Roberts leads from lap two to 59 and, and then ends up losing it on the last <laughs> lap. Uh, there was some, uh, for a minute there, I thought that there was going to be a little uh, social distancing test go on after that race. And when uh, Casey gets out of his car, starts walking through the pit area, looking a little angry on video uh, with his wife next to him, I'm like, oh my God, are we going to get something here of uh, with Casey and Brandon and Victory Lane or at the scales? And, but, the, the cooler has prevailed, and I talked to Casey yesterday actually about it. It'll be a story on on the on the site here soon, uh, if not right now. By the time you're reading, listen to this, it's probably up there. But he had said he goes, "No, I was not. I wasn't going. I wanted to go there and talk to him." He said people wound him up a little bit when he got out <laughs> of the car. That's what happened. But he wasn't mad. He goes, he said that uh, actually he slid up. He did. He had a tire going down. His tire, he had a soft tire. It was going down a little yeah, he bit. He blew it. Like he no offense that. to Casey, he oh, just missed yeah. it, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he blew. He blew. He went off. The, he went out of that groove. Let Brandon get underneath him. Brandon. When I talked to Brandon, Brandon could not believe how fast that he was able to get underneath him. He goes, I st- I stood up on the gas. I gassed it up on that rubber on the bottom, and I thought I was going to zoom right by him. And then Casey started coming back down. They come together, and it ended up being a. Uh, uh, I mean, it was. In case he hit the inside berm in the turn three, that, that had nothing to do with yeah. uh, with Brandon. I mean, he just made a move to try to get it back and hit it. But, you know, in, in case he said, he goes, I would expect, uh, I would have tried the same thing in the last lap. And Brandon said the same thing. Yeah. If he was a revolve reverse, he'd have tried the same thing. He would have expected Casey to try the same thing in the last lap. Well, Kevin, don't use all your notes up because you're actually here for the Kevin Kovac Memorial notes section <laughs> later. So that's exciting. A living, breathing embodiment. It looks like we're going to have plenty to talk about during the month of May. Uh, but weirdly, for the second straight year on Memorial Day weekend, there will be no Show Me 100. I didn't know that I'd ever see that. Uh, three months after leaving Georgia and Florida, uh, Lucas Oil is also returning down there. So like I said, there is plenty to talk about. Look at, look at this right now. Brent Shepard calling me right now. Shepard, I'm busy. We're busy. Does Sheppy not know? Can't you tell your boy, Derek? <sighs> I 
have a feeling I know what happened. But. That, that he didn't get registered for I-55 yes, is what you're telling I'm, me. I think he's in. I actually think I saw his name in there. So uh, anyway, we're going to get uh, get on to the previews. Derek, we're starting with Shannon Babb. As I dial him up, is he running the Bloomquist car this weekend or not? Do we have any idea? We're going to find that out on I the air. Know. We need to get Aaron Parrish on the speed dial here, number right. one super fan. But I have not heard that. Do we think he answers? I messaged always... Emily and said, have your hubby ready. But right. she has not ready here yet. We so here we go. Here we go. We'll see if Babb answers. It's always a trick every week on, on, the, on the Integra Shocks and Springs hotline if 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 bab is is going to answer or not i am i don't feel that confident quite honestly i got faith in him you do hello shane there gotcha, he is <laughs> well, bab, what's happening bab you're live on the air we're going right into it i always like to warn guys uh because i don't want you to you know be dropping f-bombs right out of the gate you know what i mean so we're on there okay gotcha. <laughs> joining us on the integra shocks and springs hotline was a no-brainer uh, Derek. i have a line written for this and you tell me if i agree I think Shannon Babb is the most beloved driver from Illinois ever. Derek, yes or no? He's the firstborn son of Illinois. Okay, so, yes. so I, over, <laughs> over, over Bob Pierce, over anybody else, he is the most beloved national Illinois driver, don't you think, Derek? I'm like, Right, yes. Yes, book okay. it. Okay, book it. Uh, we had to have you on, Bab, because we didn't know. Uh, this weekend, I have 100 questions for you. I-55 on Saturday night. Uh, we're going to get to the Bloomquist race car in a second, but this will be your first race since Gateway in December. Um I guess it's let me just when I say that out loud, Shannon, it's kind of wild to think here it is early May. You have not raced since December. How itchy are you to get going? Yeah, I'm I need it. I need some experience. Uh, mowing <laughs> the yards, the only track time that I've had so far. Yeah, I'm a little a little rusty, but hopefully we're going to get to test a little bit this week if the weather holds off. But I'm I'm excited to get our first race going. Um, we've got some new sponsors that we're wanting to show off and, you know, and from our cars look good, great, ready to go. I didn't want to assume anything. Of course, the world knows now you have this new Bloomquist car. Is that what you're going to be racing at Peevely this weekend is the Bloomquist car? Not quite yet. Yeah. I kind of wonder. Yeah. We've, we have a few parts that are on hold. Um, but you know, just, just like everybody else is on hold with this, uh, all the stuff going on in the world, but it's real, real close. We got a few main things we're waiting on, but, uh, we have our two rocket cars that are that are complete, and, and um, they've been sitting here ready to go. So that's what we're going to take to the race. One kind of interesting thing about this weekend is, and I, I think Peevely will be a simultaneous place across the country where this happens, uh, but this is going to be one of the first sporting events in the United States with fans. Now, granted, it's a 500-person crowd, basically, but you're going to kind of yeah. be part of history this weekend, right? Fans are back this weekend. Uh, that's kind of neat, don't you think? That that is neat. Um, I I know the fans have got everybody's got to be just ready to, to <laughs> get back to halfway normal. Just let's see something different other than TV, some action. So uh, it will be neat. I I know there's going to be a lot of excitement, probably a lot of talk, and you know hopefully we just don't. Hopefully we can just kind of get back to the focus when they throw the green flag. The race is on. Derek, look at that video of Bab at Peevely right now we're showing. Isn't he just like how good he is at Peevely, Swab? Yeah, he he's was, a master. He was going to win this race in 18, but he had a flat tire, so Go ahead, devastation Derek. for him. What do you got for uh, first? So, Shannon, I know your Bloomquist car isn't ready, but all these Illinois people, guys like Parrish, your super fans, can you still promise them Promise them when you get up on the wood, you can still get it up on the cushion in the Bloomquist car, and you're not going to be rolling <laughs> the middle bottom like you see Scott doing. <laughs> We had this conversation, Scott and I did, and, and he always he warned me, he said, listen, there's always way more room on the bottom and the middle of the racetrack than there is on top, but I've never needed much room. I, uh, you know, we've, we've got a sheet metal brake and plenty of aluminum, so we'll, well, I'm not going to treat it any differently. Uh, Kovac, what do you have for Shannon? Hey, hey, Shannon. Uh, I, I got one question. Now that you're with Bloomquist, 
uh, you're you're in the inner sanctum with uh, with him basically. <laughs> you went down there to the to his shop and and get the car and stuff. So, and you worked with him last year when you drove at uh, at Eldor. But what, what's it like? What would people uh, that don't know that just the fans and stuff? What did they know about how Scott Bloomquist operates now that you've been up close and personal with him? You know, um, it, people would just be amazed on how far he goes. I know everybody knows that he's, you know, really in depth when it comes into his race car and his team. But uh, the way his facility is ran, his the way his he builds everything in house. It's just unbelievable that in depth and how far he goes to to get these cars together to what they are. I tell everybody, um, every night when I leave the racetrack, I'm driving down the road and it's two, three in the morning. We're dreaming about all the things we would like to do. And then we get home, we go to bed and we wake up and it's a new day and we forget about it. Well, I think Scott goes home and he goes right to work on it. He <laughs> accomplishes everything that you ever wanted to do. He has done it, you know? So, um, you know, that's awesome. It's, uh, you know, uh, we had to laugh. Um, you know, it, it just, it is amazing some of the things that he's he's dreamed up and and he's built and uh and then followed through and won races with pretty cool shannon you're kind of a hit and miss guy anyway it's not like you would have raced 30 times already that's just not who you are at this point in your career but realistically when you look at the rest of the season i mean do we have do you have any idea how to put a schedule together at this point i mean we have no idea about the hell tour we don't really know about eldora uh, Lucas is Lucas is headed back down to speed weeks. Is you're trying to build a schedule other than I fifty five Saturday? What does it look like right now? Yeah, it's uh, it's just hopeful that any race gets in. But yeah, we're going to do I fifty five, and then uh, I would like to do do Boone Iowa if that outlaw race gets in. Uh, I know I know there's a lot of races that are on the schedule if they don't get canceled, but we'll be good. Um, Illinois is kind of iffy, but. Um, I think at this point, I would just keep an eye open on our, you know, on our schedule. And I'll, you know, Emily will let everybody know where I'm going. But it may be a deal where we wake up that morning and decide this, we better take off and go this direction, you know, like <laughs> old days. So I don't know. It's hard, to, it's hard to promise anybody anything at this point. Can you promise me that if you just take off on a road trip, you'll put at least one of the donkeys in with you? A couple of dogs, a donkey, <laughs> whatever, whatever else you've got. Can they go with you to Georgia, Shannon? We we will. I'll bring the dogs. I don't know about the donkeys or anything, but I'll bring the dogs and the kids. I'll bring the kids too. Yeah, Shannon. We ha- I interviewed you at Gateway Dirt Nationals up in the press box with the first swab talk, and you were saying how you miss kind of like that old school feeling to it. You know how it's just kind of gotten ridiculous and professional and stuff like that. Maybe you can go back to your uh-huh. roots now. You're just going to go day by day, week by week, and we'll just see you pop in and out. And it could be heck. It could be Pennsylvania one week. Heck, it could be California the next. Yeah, you're right. You know, I do believe that this has been a uh, maybe a wake up call for everybody, a, a chance to slow down and regroup and just think real hard about really what is going on, what's important. So, uh, you know, um, you know, like I've always told you, I've I've had to just we race out of our front pockets and make sure that everything's taken care of and don't stick our necks out there real far. But we do we do um, like a good challenge, but we also know that. In life, you got to be smart enough to take care of yourself so you can make it through these thick time, thin times. Because we've had a lot of thin times in our racing career. So, uh, anyhow, we we um, we've got a great race team, and, and we're ready to get out there. And, and maybe we can 
we can earn some money and to buy some new t-shirt designs to give back to the fans. <laughs> Kovac, I'm going to ask you this last question about Shannon. So Carl, Uncle Carl, Moyer's Uncle Carl, Carl Chevrolet is now the title sponsor Saturday. Shannon, if you win a heat race, there's going to be six heat races Saturday. If you win one of those heat races, right, and you have a chance, yeah. you, you have a chance to go to the tail, right? Any of the top six could go to the tail. If you win from the tail, uh, you, you win an mm-hmm. extra 10000 bucks, right? And I have a feeling Carl... Listen, you know Carl. Mm-hmm. Carl's a little crazy. He may make it 20000 before Saturday night's oh, over. Yeah. Uh, Kovac, yeah, Kovac, do you think Bab, if he wins a heat, will take the challenge or no? Oh, come on. Did you see him walk out at the dome? <laughs> the wheelbarrow? Oh, my God. If he doesn't do that, then we have to take that camera. We have to take that footage back because and, he's going to do it. There's no doubt. We've, all, we've seen him almost do it. I, I can still remember a race up at, uh, I think it was Grand Forks. When he was running with the Outlaws back, what, 13 years ago, whatever, and had to go to his backup car, nearly won from back in last spot in that race. And just a great show. I mean, I know Shannon Babb could do it. Babb, before you answer it, Babb, you get 1000 bucks just for taking it, too. So yes or no, you're taking it or not? That's a a no-brainer. I guarantee I'll start on the back. You know, I can... (laughs) I can promise you in dirt racing, there's always plenty of cautions and plenty of opportunities, so uh, I will definitely go to the back if I get the opportunity. All right. Well, there you go. You, we so, already got one driver We committed. got one. We got one committed. 49 more to go. Shannon, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it, buddy. I, I mean, I know. I think I think Peevely's like, other than Fairbury, and, and those two tracks to me are on the same boat, I think Peevely's like the perfect place for Saturday, don't you? It's just like seems like the perfect place for us Midwesterners to start again. I, I think it'll be it'll be awesome. I believe that uh, you know it's right in the middle of the United States where everybody can kind of watch. You know that's where a lot of activity always has went on in St. Louis. So it's always warm down there. So hopefully it's warmer than it is at my house. But uh, <laughs> it'll it'll be a good place to take off. I believe it all. Um, everybody's really looking forward to it. Shannon, thanks so much. Tell Emily we said hello. Tell the kids we said hello. Tell the donkeys we said hello. Tell the ducks, the chickens, the mule, whatever else you got. Tell them we all said hello. All right, buddy. Uh, we'll do it. All right. We'll do it. I appreciate it. Thanks, Thank Shannon. You. We'll see you Saturday, okay? Uh-huh. All right, bye. I mean, how about it, Swap? Shannon, I'm already chanting Bab. 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 Kovac, while we get our next guest, guest, Clint Smith, on the line, I want to do this, Kovac's Kevin. Bully. I know. Kat, you love Cat. While I'm dialing him up, Kevin, give me a quick funny clint smith anecdote could you do that for me <laughs> oh god man cat daddy man, I just, you just gotta love the cat he's always showing a little bit of chest hair coming out of the driver's suit you know it's, he's just cool and his um i i've just seen him at so many races i, I still i told I him i don't know if i've ever told the story before on on like a video cast or anything but i still remember that time back in i think it was 2007 when uh, him and uh, Shane Clanton were talking with Tim Chrisman, they're kind of complaining after a race at Brownstown about uh, the the cost of UMP tires and how much UMP makes. And, and then Shane Clanton says, man, they make a billion dollars. They make a billion dollars on tires, like just on UMP tires. And Clint Smith, this is just Clint Smith in a, in a capsule here, you know, like, he just looked at Clanton and was like, oh, man, Clanton, come on, billion dollars? <laughs> and he had nothing else to say because uh, he's like, man, Clanton just ruined my entire arc. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sure he let him have it afterwards. Too. I'm dialing him up right now. That is a, that's a perfect story that I needed right there. To, uh, Clint, are you with us, buddy? 
Yes, sir. Hey, Clint, uh, you're you're live on the air with Derek Kessinger, Michael Rigsby, and your old buddy Kevin Kovac is on the air with us, Clint. And he was telling stories about you uh, before we started. Do you have any idea what stories he was telling? Yeah, probably Key West stories. I don't know. That's the last time I think we hooked up, <laughs> yeah, up together. It was, oh, that's right. We were in Key West on New Year's Eve. That's right. Yeah, we <laughs> ended up bumping into each other there about uh, three, four years ago. That's two cool. of two of late model racing's most influential people, Kevin Kovac and the Cat, together in Key West. You, <laughs> Clint, uh, Clint, we've got I-55 on Saturday, but Dirt on Dirt has more live racing on Thursday night. We are back for Thursday night from literally one of the best racetracks in Georgia and all of the southeast. And I'm thinking if we're going to Sonoya, there's only one person I want to talk to to preview Sonoya, and that's Clint Smith, who joins us now on the Integra Shocks and Springs Hotline. Clint, it's right in your backyard. And I make this statement, Clint, and you tell me if I'm right. I think Sonoya is one of the best racetracks in the southeast. Am I right about that? It's almost one of the best racetracks in the country if you want to just straight out race. Uh, it's it's three or four wide all the time, and it's just racing throughout the night. And uh, if it, I think a better location, it would be a pre- premier racetrack for sure. It's uh, if you want to see a great race, just punch on videos and stuff and check it out. It's uh, it's like a El Dor except small. It's just you know that that good of racing, and it's not any blocking. Uh, if you want to, them deals where you have to go to the rear and get paid to uh, come back to the front like they was offering last Thursday night, <laughs> it, it may be taken at Sonoma, and I don't know how much, the, the money probably won't be as high because people know how good you can pass there. People don't get it, and, and Dustin, you can leave this video rolling a little bit, and you can't really tell in this video, but when the, when it's not slicked over, Clint, the the dirt, the, the clay is gray, the gumbo. It literally looks like asphalt when you walk up to it. Um, explain to us Northerners why that is, why the track is so gray looking. It's just unlike anything I've ever seen before. Doug Stevens found it in a clay mine down in South Georgia. It's actually not gumbo, even though they call it that. Okay. Um, it is a blue clay, which is uh, about 85% pure clay, don't wear tires. Uh, but water really... Uh, has a big effect on it. If it rains right before race time, we're done. They don't do like red clay or something, and water don't run off of it. It soaks in like a sponge, and uh, it's really hard to get to dry out. Doug's actually got to turn the track over and dry it back out and roll it back in, but then it looks like pavement. It looks like pressure run, actually, if you want to call it what it exactly looks like. Well, like a fresh load of pressure run when you look at it from the outside. It's, it's pretty weird. Kovac, I know you love Cat. You spent a lot of years on the road with him. So you get the first question for uh, for Cat Daddy Clint Smith. Before Derek goes, Kovac, you go. Hey, Cat. I, I just want to ask you about uh, just Sonoma there. That, that, that's the track that, I mean, since they've opened back up a, as a dirt track, you've based your, almost your whole operation out of there. I mean, you, you, that, that's making your living just because of all those people that are coming out racetrack with all the work you do for everybody. So, I mean, what does it mean to you to have this place back running uh, after a, you know, I mean, it had to hurt you for the last month and a half without uh, Sonora running every weekend. It really blows me away on how much the racetrack is turned around from the old days when we used to race dirt there with me and Mike Head and, uh, you know, Leon Archer, Leon Sales, all the old time greats that every one of them's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I got to race with all them guys there when it was dirt in the, you know, in, in the 80s. And, uh, you know, it, I don't think myself as an old racer, but I am because I've been around with all these guys and, uh, you know, we got to race with them. I'm fortunate to be 
racing long enough to race with all them guys with Ricky Williams even still racing. Um, you know, all the big guns were down here in the south at that time, and dude, I, I actually got to race with all of them, so that's pretty cool. But for the racetrack to be back then was a one lane type of deal, and uh, you know, really a tire abrasive type place. And we always used to run the asphalt rubber, which I love rubber racing. Uh, Rick Ecker to tell you, I'm uh, I like to be you know, crowned once upon a time, the king of rubber, but you know, <laughs> it's, that's a long time ago. But, uh, you know, we, we got the track turned over the asphalt and kind of went a different direction. Then when it come back to dirt with, you know, the guys changing back to dirt, uh, you know, 10 years ago or so. And, uh, they had, a you know, the eyes and glass type plate. It used to be there in the old days. And it, it had to be really, really wet to make a good race and not start rubbering up or kind of like the old days stuff. Now, uh, when Doug and them come in, they run it one year with that type of clay on it. And it was wide open racing then, and, and uh, it usually got rough or something. But then we come up with that gray stuff about four or five years ago. And I said, man, I'm living one mile from the best racetrack surface in the country. And people don't realize how nice. Billy Moyer said he wished he could move there. You know, he's, uh, <laughs> he come in here one, one time. He said, man, I like to move here. I said, I already live here. But, yeah, with my business right here, about a, I'm a mile from the racetrack. And uh, I do the tire sales at the track. I sell a lot of fuel uh, and do a lot of the crash fixing and, you know, stuff. But we got, you know, Dixie Rome and Penny Pitty and Cochran, all which we sell stuff for, too. It's a big racing area now. When it used to, it almost died 10, 15 years ago. And now it's just kind of thriving again if we can get over this virus stuff. But, man, to have a racetrack like this and the people like, you know, Bill and Mays and Doug that care about making, they've been around racing forever and they want it to be good and want it to be nice. And uh, to have that right here with people that care, it makes me care more. Like we, I hold practices on Thursday when Doug can't come. He does the Thursday night thunder stuff with the legend cars. So there's nobody to fix the track. So I'll fix it and do a practice use every Thursday throughout the summertime. And uh, I just try to get involved with them to keep the place building and, and make it nice down here that, you know, we didn't ever have before. So now uh, the guys that race here now can go anywhere and run good and win. Where used to, you had to be a stop and go bottom feeding type deal to come from the south and do anything. So, you know, you got Shane Clanton and Dale McDowell, myself, and a lot of the greats still running. Uh, not that I'm one of them, but it's it's still great to be from this area and watching. You know, it's like Shane Clanton win the World Outlaws deal, win the dream, win the world. And he's right here in the backyard also. He's like 30 miles from the racetrack. So it's pretty good to see the track training the young drivers to be able to drive all over a race surface and drive differently than you used to just sling it in there and run like we always have down here. Hey, Clint, Derek here. This has been bugging me for a long time. I need to know the answer. How the hell did you get the nickname Cat Daddy? Because <laughs> the cat is one of my favorite animals in the world. So I was just wondering. <laughs> Man, it's uh, kind of a cool nickname, and uh, it comes from the old-timers. I know just exactly what I'm talking about here, but back in the old days, they used to hang out at GRT and stuff, and when the, uh, the the Fry Daddy machine come out, French Fry machine, you had Bill Fry, you know, heading up GRT out there with Joe Garrison, and Johnny Verdon started calling him Fry Daddy, and uh, Johnny Verdon was uh, Bill, you know, Bill's uh, kind of sponsor, partner there at the time drove a number one V car and uh, he's big on the Apple Tampa deal at one time. And then when Dale McDowell about 
I guess 97 or so went out there and uh, same thing. He got to call him Mac Daddy after the Big Mac, you know, and that kind of stuck as Dale's, you know, uh, nickname and, you know, Johnny named him also. So then here I come out there and I have a bad habit of calling everybody Cat. And uh, Johnny Bird got to call me Cat Daddy out there. For two or three years, that's all that uh, everybody knew me was GRT was Cat Daddy. Then Ozzy Altman got a hold to the come out there one time and heard it and got a hold to it. And when he started announcing it, there you go, Cat Daddy arrived. <laughs> I love it, Clint. What do you think the prospects are racing wise for the rest of the year for you down there around that you know Atlanta area, that Georgia area? I asked Shannon Babb. We just had Shannon on. Can you even make a schedule? And he basically said, no, I might be driving all over the country every weekend if I really want to race. I know you don't travel as much anymore, Clint, but what are the prospects down there for racing here in the near future and for the for the season? Well, you know, I think since we're in the south and this virus don't like heat as much, I think the south is going to wake up way before the rest of the country up north. And uh, I think racing, I hope in the next month, to start resuming as normal activity. Uh, I know it's, you know, Governor Kemp, I think, is getting, you know, he's got to realize we got to move on and, you know, how much of this is a, I ain't going to get into politics, but how much of it's a hoax or having to hurt our our president that we got now. And, uh, you know, how much is really, how big is it really? You know, everybody, like the survival rate's astronomical and then you don't know nobody getting it anymore. I don't know if it never was nothing without the media. So, you know, it's just uh Are you blaming Co- are you blaming Are you blaming Kovac for this? The media? Is that what this is? Is this Kovac's fault? Is that what you're telling me, Clint? <laughs> uh definitely the media, but not this type of media. Okay, good. Good, good. Stuff like that. <laughs> if you want to talk ABC and CNN and stuff like that, then we got something there, but uh you uh, know, I just think it's it's blown out of proportion and you know, it's just uh I don't want to they crippling the government here in the United States over it. And uh you know, I hope everybody's well, but, you know, we're saving more lives and dying with car wrecks and stuff that people ain't even mentioning it. So, uh, in the, how many food victims are not dying now because everybody's staying home? So, we're saving more numbers than they actually are telling. So, hopefully, we get back to normal. And I'm planning on going to North Phoenix City, Dixie Rome. Uh, it's not my wheelhouse nowadays. And I got so many cars and customers I'm dealing with and working on. I'm kind of like Mark Richards. I'm more like Steve Baker, I guess. Steve would go over and run uh, Pennsylvania every week or so, and uh, that's all he had time for. I'm more like the Steve Baker now. I got to make sure all my customers are ready and got to make sure all these cars are ready and stay on top of the racing game. And I still race to where I can stay on top of the setups and stuff. Uh, but, you know, I'm getting up in years, but I don't matter. Billy Moore, you're still winning Eldora uh, over 60 years old, so I got 10 more years left anyway. But, uh you know, it's great to be around the house, and it's great not to have to race. Then you can enjoy racing more when you don't have to do it. So this deal hasn't really affected me much, except for uh, I'm getting caught up a little bit. Uh, it's pretty cool. We get we got about three cars left to get done, and we got everybody ready for opening day. So we almost got everybody ready. If we had opening day two months ago, I'd have had a lot of mad people here. <laughs> Clint, I appreciate you taking the time. I look forward to seeing your race on Thursday night. Does Clint win Thursday night, Derek? Is he going to be your pick for Sonoya Thursday night? Oh, yeah, he's going to hold off a young, charging Ashton Winger, and he's going to win at the line. Book I hope right if now. it comes down to Winger and Clint, <laughs> I hope Clint dumps him. Yes. I hope Clint just puts Winger right in the wall if he has to Thursday. <laughs> Can you do that for me, Clint? Ashton needs to learn a little manners. Heck no, because I got to fix this car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clint, we appreciate it, buddy. We'll see you Thursday night at Snowy. Okay, thank you.
Yeah, yeah, we watch him race and cringe every time he goes to the top. We don't tear it up. We have to have fix it. So uh, we'll see y'all Thursday night, and I appreciate what you're doing, Mike. Uh, all right, thanks, Clint. Be good, man. Did you hear that, Swaff? He can't. He can't dump him. He can't dump. He'll him. be so far ahead of Ashton. He might be lapping him. In oh a long God! Time, wouldn't so. it be great if he laps Ashton Winger? That'll be our first. No, Ashton Winger did put on a show there last time. He passed. I'm not Matt in there. I'm not buying it. I'm gonna dial up. How about bit. that Kovac, the cat daddy yeah, story? Did you buddy, know that? Did you like that, Kevin? That's great. I, I never actually heard that whole story on of how he became the cat daddy. I just know he, he does call everybody cat, though. I know that. That's for Hello. And there's Benji, Benji. Sheldon right there live on the air with Derek, Kevin, and myself. You're following the one and only Clint Smith, Ben. How do you feel about that? The cat daddy? I quit. I'm not doing it. I, no, I mean, no, I'm not worthy. Ben, I, I wanted to have you on to – I've had you on a couple weeks in a row, but I, I just needed to have you on to talk to you about some stuff. Uh, you're calling the race at I-55 on Saturday night, which will be live on uh, uh, live somewhere, right? We haven't figured out all the parameters yet. Um, when you look at this I-55 field on Saturday, it's not totally squared away yet. The registrations are coming in. We're going to have a hell of a field of late models and really modifieds too, for that matter, on Saturday night, aren't we? Well, yeah, this race has either that early spring unsanctioned fill or that late fall unsanctioned fill where there's nothing really else going on, literally. And you don't know who the hell's going to pull through the gate. Now, we're going to have an idea because of the registration. But, yeah, I mean, this is this thing's got a vibe to it. I think this event would have a vibe no matter when it was. But you throw in the times we're living in now, and it's, just, it's a really exciting time. Weather looks great. It just feels like everything's lining up to have a barn burner. Well, and you helped with this purse, right? Obviously, Carl Chevrolet. Benji, do you have us on speaker? I think I hear us on speaker. Are we on speaker? Uh, you are not on speaker, sir. What but is... I'm hearing some feedback, too. Yeah, I hear it. I don't know what it is. I have no idea what that is. Derek, is it you? It's McCarty. <laughs> all right, Benji. I do, I'm going to do what I did last week. Ben, I'm going to hang you up. I'm going to call you right back, all right? I'm going to call you right back. Yep, We're doing it live on the air. I love it. All right, if I can remember. We'll Derek, do you, Derek, do you remember how to do this? I don't know that I remember how to do it. I do. Okay, Ben Shelton, removed from call. What is it, DMAC? Ever since you came on board, we have feedback every week. I don't know what it is. It's weird. I think it's Skype. I don't think so. I think this is your fault. It's on me. Quite honestly. We're going to yeah. call Ben. We're going to call Ben back real quick. I'm back. Uh, I'm back. And that's better. Dustin McCarty admitted he made a huge mistake. So it was his fault, actually, while we were oh. gone. So uh, this, you know, like you said, we're going to kind of know the roster. But I think, uh, too, it's I-55 in Sonoya. If Tri-County was perfect to open it last week, I feel like week two, I-55 in Sonoya, Ben, those are the perfect places for us this week, I feel like. Well, it is. I mean, you know, it's ironic that in the same week we're featuring events that were – we had events at Lancaster last week in Cherokee through the bigger tracks and dirt track racing. Lancaster, I think, is bigger than any track and dirt track racing, <laughs> it feels like. And now we go to a third-mile boring at Peebley, and then, of course, we go to the 38-mile racetrack down at Sonoma. And it's, kind of, it's got that boring feel, and everybody knows I love some boring action. And Derek, go ahead. I'm going to cut you yeah, off. You, go ahead, buddy. Oh, you go. If you no, no, no. Here. I want you to go. I want you to go. <laughs> so, Ben, I know you're announcing this week, and I saw on uh, Facebook, but I got to ask, what's going to be the biggest difference from announcing all these iRacing events you've done the last <laughs> month and a half to go back to real racing? And the, also, you got a good pit reporter, too, that weekend, so you should be good. Well, that's what I hear. I, I hear we get the best in the business, pit reporting, and, and I have to wear pants. I think that's the biggest difference <laughs> You don't have to. <laughs> I don't mind. It's, it's encouraged. It's encouraged. It's encouraged. No, it's uh, man. I tell you what. Again, not to get into a total sidebar, but that i racing is a tougher gig to announce than what people might realize. A lot of respect to those guys that do it. I have had a blast doing it. It is super stressful at times, but man, I am ready to be back at the dirt track 
uh, in the real world. The virtual world has been fun. I'm ready to be back at, at Dirt Track in the real world. And, man, it's like five hours up I-55 from Memphis to Peebley, but it is going to be – it's going to seem like a short drive because I'm so ready to be back at the track. Kevin Kovac, what do you got for Benji? Oh, hey, Ben, uh, this is almost going on two months that we've been uh, kind of stay-at-home orders here and stuff. So uh, what are we going to expect from you with the, with the hair at, uh, at I-55? Have you been able to get out there? <laughs> you had hairdressers, uh, you know, salons open. I mean, are we, we going to have something different that we're used to from, hey, uh, from some speed weeks? Well, the salons are open, so to speak, and uh, and I go to a barber shop. Thank you for saying salon, though, Kevin. I go to a barber shop, <laughs> but uh, you know what? I'm just gonna ride it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have quarantine hair. Mine's back open in Memphis now, but I'm gonna go quarantine hair. It's much longer. It's much grayer, and I'm just gonna ride it and embrace it for what it is. When you say much longer, how much longer are we talking about here? I mean, I look like Will Gigas. No, <laughs> it's not that long. It's. Uh, <laughs> No, it's it, 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 admittedly, uh, I may have had to trim the edges myself because it got a little long, but it, it, it's not crazy. It's not it's not D Swab circa oh. 2013 long oh, for sure. Wow. Oh, no flow, no flow going there. That was gumbo swab no too. Flow on flow. Ben, Ben, this <laughs> week, this weekend, Ben at Peevely, uh Carl Chevrolet, you know, obviously injected seven thousand dollars into the purse to make it a really good purse, which you helped with. We also have this bonus, right? Where any of the six heat winners that can take it and go to the back, they get a thousand bucks just for taking it and 10 grand if they win. And again, Carl's crazy. And he told me to say, hey, you can tell people I'm crazy. He is crazy. It might be 20,000 to win from the rear on Saturday. Shana Babs already told us he would take it. What do you think our prospectus odds are of somebody taking that on Saturday? I, here's my perspective. Now, uh, albeit it's 7,000 to win, and, and we saw it last week. These guys need money. But it, as you said, you came to me, you, you said, take you a 5,000 purse, and let's add some money to it. So this race pays 600 to start. If you take that thousand, you got to finish at least fourth or better to make more than that. Let's look at it that way, even if you don't win. Because shut up, Ben. Payout, ben, but, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fourth is eighteen hundred, um, which is a really good one night payout. Fifth is fifteen hundred. You've got to run fifth or better to. So you've got sixteen hundred at least to finish dead last, and you got a shot to make this a seventeen thousand to win. Man, I got to think. I gotta, we're going to have to guilt these guys if they don't want to do it because I think. If they really think about it, Peebley is a place in 50 laps. You can do that. Oh, see, I thought I was telling you to shut up because I thought you were saying to not take it. Didn't I, I, that's what I thought he was no. saying. No, he was saying it's if you no. start like fifth or sixth it's, or fourth. It's oh, well see, I it. thought he was. I, I, ben, I apologize. I was telling He's you. Saying I top tell him to four sh- or higher. You I tell him to shut up money. all the time. It was we'll my fault. I was money. telling him next. I thought he was like saying these guys are crazy. They can't take it. My fault. My no, fault. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm saying you got You got to do it because you get. I mean. Of course, and it's also going to be in the back of your mind. Michael Chilton, I mean, he ended up making like four times what he would have made last week because everybody was like, God, they took it. And we don't know what other kind of money may or may not get thrown in. But again, 1600 to start. It's Peevely. All eyes are going to be on this event. And I just think that I think more guys are going to do it. Am I saying all six are going to do it? No. But I'm going to go. I think the over and under is going to be at least three. All right, I apologize again. I won't tell you to shut up anymore. I, I'm sorry. I'm like the Rodney Dangerfield of Pitchman here. I'm sitting here trying to do my best, and I get told to shut up. I'm, I'm a little edgy, man. I've been in the house. Uh, Tri-County <laughs> Thursday night, Ben. How, how special was Tri-County? And I know I'm biased, but it was cool, wasn't it? The thousands of people watching. It was neat, wasn't it, Tri-County? 
It was so cool, and watching the money come in, and I actually looked at Cheryl at one point when you shut the money off. This is a true story, and I was like, I have the biggest tight ass in the world. I didn't donate anything. I was like, there's like a thousand people that have donated money. I was like, this was a huge sell for me and my professional pursuit of success, but now it was really cool, and can't say enough about, you know, uh, Michael Despain, Spanky, and Chris Tilly. Yeah. They just, man, it had, you know, I thought it was funny that they talked later in the show about Michael Despain's love for the Andy Griffith show because it felt like a race in Mayberry. Like, I had no doubt that if the grandstands had been open, that Aunt B and Opie, no, not Mike Spatola, <laughs> actual Opie, and Barney, they would have all been there. And it made me want to go there that much more. It was a fun race. The damn caution, as James Essex would say, stay green because it was getting real good when the caution comes out. But, Man, that was a great way to kick it off, and I don't know about you guys, but it felt like in that moment, and, and maybe I'm exaggerating, it felt like our, the sport of dirt weight model racing, maybe racing as a whole for dirt track, we were tighter and closer in that moment than we've been maybe in, in decades. I don't think I could have said it any better than that, Suave. That was a really good – as soon as you say that, Ben, we see Hudson O'Neill's car go up on Kyle Hurdy's hood there. So <laughs> right when you were saying that, they were close in that moment. Derek, any final thoughts for Ben? You guys will be maybe with me. I might be here in the studio too Saturday at I-55 together. Have you worked out your notes, you and Benji, your broadcast notes or no? We got notes for days. Me and Ben are a good tag team. I don't even know if I've even – pit report when he's announced usually i get norris no so. this is the first time yeah usually i get norris so now i get you so i'm honored <laughs> all right well benji we appreciate it i'm looking forward to you calling the action Seven thousand to win at i-55 on saturday night amazing modified field ten thousand dollar bonus from carl chevrolet uh we're gonna have all that this week so ben thanks buddy we'll see you saturday okay can't wait thank you guys Kovac, as we wrap up the video cast here, something exciting. I always do the Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes section. Uh, a, you're not dead, and B, you're with us, Kevin. So give us a few of those Kevin Kovac Memorial Notes to finish out the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm on live kicking right here. Uh, now, not at a racetrack yet, but uh, hopefully sometime soon. Uh, and speaking of that, I'm in Pennsylvania, so I haven't even been – I mean, there's not even a racetrack within eight hours, I guess, so far that it's run with of, uh, of me. Uh, nothing other than Pennsylvania, but I've got a little hope now, maybe. I mean, I see the Seals Grove Speedway is running a, a 410 sprint car race. This I mean, again, this is a late model related, but it is 410 sprint cars running up there this weekend. Uh, no fans, live streaming deal. So maybe if that goes well, maybe some other tracks in Pennsylvania will start picking that up and, and, uh, and there'll be some late model racing up in this Northeast uh, Mid-Atlantic area soon. Uh, the other day I talked um, Austin Kirkpatrick, a Florida driver, He's now living up in North Carolina. He had a car that hit his number 11 car at Cherokee on, on Saturday night, and it was very unique. It was home-built. He made this himself, a uh, new car for this season. And I saw a lot of people on social media kind of make it, man, that bodywork looks weird on that car, something different about it. But I called him up to do a story on, like, what, what's he thinking of with this car? So uh, keep an eye out for that because uh, – he has some interesting comments about like how he came up with the ideas, what he's looking for. Uh, it's something different. And not too many guys are just coming up and building their own car out of the wood, out of, you know, out of, out of nothing from the ground up anymore. Uh, so it was pretty neat. Um, and, and I think we mentioned, I was, I, this is something that I always were, you, you guys kind of mentioned earlier. I, I had uh, noted it down earlier when, uh, when I was coming up with some notes and I was just thinking about like, well, it's going to be interesting in the next few weeks of how these guys, uh, I mean, who, who shows up at what track? I mean, you're, you're going to see some different guys show up at far off track. Uh, I just happened to think that when I saw Doug Drown from Ohio, I saw a, a post that he put up and says, like, man, we got this car ready to go. We might have to travel 
pretty few across a few states to go run this. So I think that's what's going to be pretty uh, pretty cool to watch, like who shows up where and and some weird guys running at well tracks. we had we it right to uh, expect to see him. alan weiser running lancaster last right. friday night i mean mm-hmm. alan Wing- lancaster's a guy that could run 30 summer national races if he wanted to this guy's in lancaster Derek, you think he'd ever raced anything that big surely not in his career right oh, not even close i think he could fit five makings on that track it was massive compared to the racetracks he's used to ben touched on a few things too a couple last notes i have chris tilly and spanky to spain I, I, they will forever go down in history as the announcing team that brought back dirt late model racing and i could not have picked two when I didn't pick them but I would have picked them two more perfect people to bring racing back Ray said hey these are the guys I want and I said I totally agree with you Spanky and Tilly thank you both you guys were amazing last Thursday night Um, you see Lucas is headed to these racetracks the outlaws are headed to these racetracks we don't know yet I have to have a conversation with some folks at Lucas uh, we all have highlights of the events, obviously. We just don't know what our level of coverage can be on those as far as editorial stuff and all that because we don't know, Derek, who can go yet, right? Because they're doing no fans across the board. So we will figure that out. I know you'd love to go to Wheatland. We just don't know yet, right? Well, regardless, I'll just, like, wear a different – I'll just, like, get paint, makeup. I'll, like, a Mrs. Doubtfire type-looking <laughs> thing and walk in there, so camouflage in. dress like an old woman to go cover these races? Is that yes, what you're I mean, me? I want to go to a racetrack. But I need you to do post-race interviews, so I don't think they'll, 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 that'll be a little bizarre, you interviewing them as an old woman, don't you think? I mean – Mrs. Dalfire did. It's an instant classic, so why can't we do dirt late bottle racing interviews? Uh, there you have it. Um, Kovac, any other notes before I wrap up with my full screens or no? No, I'm just trying to get this Mrs. Doubtfire, Derek Kessinger thought out of my head. We, I mean, we already saw it a little bit at the indoor race a few years ago. Oh, that's true. With that dress on. So, I mean, well, he didn't have, like, the wig and all that. I mean, he didn't go full core on that. So well, I knew, but we, don't, we don't need that. That's not, that wouldn't be a very good uh, – It got your blood flowing, there. Kovac. It got your it blood got your flowing. It got your blood flowing. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, let's finish it up, DMAC, with the Sonoya full screen. Again, Thursday night, don't forget, $5,000. And you heard Clint say it, one of the best racetracks in the United States at Sonoya. 5000 to win Thursday, May 7th. We'll be here in the studio uh, calling that one. be some good cars. I'm getting a lot of texts about the guys that are going to show up at that. I, I kind of want Clint to win that, right, Derek? I'd love to see Cat in his home hometown win I that race. I just told you earlier what's going to happen. God, don't, don't tease me. And then Saturday night, uh, a little bigger one for the weekend, $7,000 to win if the Carl Chevrolet 50. Carl's going to be a big presence on DOD this week, so this is exciting. Uh, the Carl Chevrolet 50, 7000 to win Saturday, May 9th. Uh, you can watch the Thursday for sure will be live on DOD and Flow both. Saturday, we're figuring out the streaming parameters of that, and we will know that very soon. Uh, Suave Kovac, any final thoughts before we wrap it up this week? Fans in the stands this weekend, Dad. How's it going to work out? You think it's going to? I be- think it's going to be good. Peavey can hold seven thousand people. I think there's five or six hundred going. I think they're going to be. I think Sarge has taken all the proper precautions. We should be in good shape for Saturday. Do you so. want any? Can you get us some dirt on dirt masks we can wear? Like yeah, to uh, they got to race, folks. I think Gerald can help us with that. Yeah, Kovac, you, you have any final thoughts before the weekend? Oh, we just mentioned uh, Carl Moyer. I think it's cool. no, no. I talked to him after he did the. Um, the big bonus, he put that out there at Tri-County. I gave him a call. He's up there home wa- watching the race in Iowa. And yeah, I just learned that he's a amateur cartoonist. So I wow. think that one of these days we're going to have to bring uh, – he, he made that little, you know, the K and the Carl yeah. and the logo, you know, for Carl performance and, and was before and now Carl uh, Chevrolet. 
he created that. He wanted to make a cartoonist look, and he told me that he could make a, you know, the caricatures of people. So I say we bring him to a racetrack sometime and have him just caricatures, you know, like at an amusement park or something. We'll I have think that'd him, be pretty cool. We'll have him doodle Derek in the Mrs. Doubtfire outfit from Saturday yeah. night. It's, uh, from, perfect, uh, perfect. Guys, thank you both so much. Don't forget, Sonoya Thursday Live and uh, Peevely I-55 on Saturday Live. Going to be great fields at both, and you can watch them all live on Thursday and Saturday night. We'll see you then. Thanks, guys.